Hello and good evening for this Thursday, August 10th, 2023. We have just finished watching episode four of Big Brother 25, the week one eviction episode. And it was a there was an expulsion and an eviction. And we're going to be breaking it all down here on Super Made Brothers Podcasting. I'm Dave Mater, along with Jamil Robinson here to talk about this episode tonight. Jamil, I know you're a little under the weather, but thank you for being with us. Thank you. Nice um, to be here. I hope you, you, you to you, memorialize what is the the the, the few crumbs left of uh, my team, my team for this uh, for this season. Yeah, your draft team is in shambles. You you lost both um, you and the Daryl Alliance because you both drafted one, whereas everyone else in our draft got two draft picks, um, and you've lost them both in this one episode. That's got to be some kind of a record. Like that's uh that's pretty impressive, if anything, that you guys managed to do that in the eight nine vote. You had the eight nine pick uh, yep. in the middle of the draft. So, although I would never have picked Luke, you never. Yeah, that was a Daryl pick. You picked Kirsten, who gets evicted here a day later, um, yes. and and within this episode. And full spoilers, everybody. I'm sorry if you didn't watch the episode already, but we hope you had. Um, and I liked this episode. I thought it was fun, uh, even though yeah, the Luke expulsion. Um, and all how all that played out in the uh, show, uh, I thought was a little. I don't know what I thought exactly about it, but Jamil, did you have any thoughts? I, I gave a lot of my thoughts last episode. Okay. Um, I, it hasn't necessarily changed per se, um, but once again, they have their terms. They pretty much didn't make it. They didn't really make it a spectacle, which I do appreciate. Mm-hmm. Right? If it is. You know, a rule breaking, you know, it's cut and dry. Sorry, folks, he's got, you know. Oh, come oh. on in. Jeff Nader coming on in. Coming in. Uh, coming in hot. It's two episodes in a row. I know. Late one, too. Uh, late yeah. one here, Jeff. We see uh, an expulsion and an eviction. We didn't think it would happen. We got it. Um, we got Sari making her alliance with the professors. We got uh, a different side of the house here with family style, the young kids, led by Riley, who's a bit of a mess. And I'm loving it. I'm, I'm telling you that this, there's some good stuff going on here, uh, even though they're all they're all not great players. Although I think that there's, you know, they should have voted out Kirsten here if you were in that Riley alliance, that young person alliance. Like, I know it would have... Uh, yeah it totally makes sense to get rid of felicia and uh and keep their keep that's because that's a number for the professors and the professors like it's almost like okay wait 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 i'm just gonna stop you right there (laughs) what what it's a number but she ain't winning anything it's a number but it's still it's not winning and kirsten could have been a number for them i just don't think she's gonna win an hoh unless it's like unless it's a quiz she could win a quiz but I, I still don't think she will. And and so for me, it's like I'd rather get rid of Kirsten because she's more likely to win something, you know. Um, Competition for Matt. I'm just thinking from the from that alliance's perspective, if you're Riley and Jag and, and America and all of them, right? America even says in this episode that keeping Kirsten would be better for her game. But she ultimately votes out Kirsten here. It's a unanimous vote, 13 to nothing. Everyone agreed. Everyone right? agreed. Yeah, but uh, I don't think it. I don't. I think it would have made sense for the Riley side to vote out Fel, um, Felicia, you know, in some ways too, you know. But I, I do think they made the right decision because Kirsten was more likely going to hold a grudge against Riley because that's kind of the way it looked, 
And yep. I think she was more likely to go with that side of the house. And she's more likely to win a, win, win a competition. I agree. I agree. Right. Uh, look, Kirsten okay. cannot help herself. She She's trying to say all the right things, but everyone saw right through her. She was going to turn around, and if she had the opportunity, she was going right after Riley. I, I got a clip here. I, I, I don't know. I think I'd be surprised. Uh, guessing? I, I wouldn't know. I just enjoyed that moment of her interview, and then we also had this. And you know what? Today, he stated, hey, my family calls me Jay Bleasy in the bathroom. And someone said, oh, that's Miss Saru's son's name. So we didn't think anything of it. But now, you're remembering it. Yeah, this was like a moment ago, like an hour ago. Mm. And that's crazy because Jared's on one side of the house. You could see Julie was about to go. Uh, 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 she's like, you know what? Let me hold back a little second. She wants yep. to ask who who said that, because if it was Izzy, Izzy is an idiot. I love that interview. The interview tonight with Kirsten was 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 great. There was a live audience, guys. Back. I of course of course, Dave, you enjoyed that. I d- didn't. You didn't feel more. Uh, Look, if I was feeling better, I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. But uh, truth be so, truth be told, I was kind of like, uh, "Stuff is happening." Jack, and did you plus, get us? I just I lost my draft pick, dude. Hard times. Well, it's just a draft, you know. It's it's fine, you know. You can just enjoy the game in general. Like I, I'm not married to my draft picks. I got Riley sure. and Corey, and I'm not feeling that great about them, quite frankly, at this point. Uh, but you know, like they're they're on that that side of the house, they're on that non-professor side. I'm rather cheer for the professors. I'm an older person. I think I'm really. I'm going for, I think I'm going for really? that side. I'm going for the Sari and Hassam, and um, I, I don't cheer. Yeah, I don't want to cheer for either of them. I want them to go back and forth. I want it to get uh, contentious. I want them to. I want blood on people's sure, heads. Sure, but but don't yeah. but don't but don't you want to like you always have a like a side you favor, right? In terms of because one side will probably emerge into the jury. No, <laughs> no. I want I want this to be as good of a season as it possibly can, and I want them to be. I want to see some head butting, and this seems like the perfect cast for it. There's enough of them. Uh, people who are seemingly playing uh, might not necessarily be well, but they're playing, and that's that's what I'm here for. None none of these. I'm just gonna lay back and you know just see how the season goes. You know I'm gonna wait till about six ev- evictions before I start doing anything. Yeah, well, I do like that. There's like this young and old divide going on. I think that's a good narrative for everyone, like to kind of get it. Like, oh, I like this side or I like that side. Um, I also, I was disappointed tonight that they didn't kind of delve into the Cameron creep factor that I think is coming, but I was looking for, they keep that, that for Saturday though. They keep that for the Sunday show. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, the Sunday show. Cause like, that's why, uh, like Amanda's like, that's why I think, uh, Riley was crying so much for Cameron because Cameron's been like isolating her Amanda said that that basically saying like oh no everybody doesn't like you and you stick yeah. with me and like that kind of type he's playing double agent all the time and yeah. everyone knows that he's playing double agent so it looks even worse I don't get Riley's... a good vibe from Cameron just when I look into his eyes I don't get a good vibe do you guys no. feel the same 
He's oh, the type of person his, who thinks he's so much smarter than he actually is. It's his body language too. Like even when he went to sit to vote tonight, like he just immediately gets onto the chair and he starts like he goes like this immediately, and it's just like I mean, we had to both look at each other. Like we're like, what is up with this guy? Like his I don't know. There's just something with his body language and the way. Yeah, like you're right. Like <laughs> the vibes are not great. Yeah, let's have a look. <laughs> I feel like he's like he's backing up from you though, and you're like, "What's up? What is what is your deal?" Um, well, guys, but there's there's breaking news at this hour. All of the house guests are missing. House guests. House guests. Where are they? Yeah, why don't you the tell us? <laughs> You know, like, is that supposed to be a cliffhanger? That's a cliffhanger, guys. Until Sunday, we don't know. I think it's the scary verse, the lame verse. Gosh, so lame. The scary verse. This is not, I don't care about this. I was more excited about what was happening in the house as it is without any gimmicks. Who's gonna win the next HOH? That's a good enough hook. Gimmick, you're saying that they're not missing and in a different dimension right now? Or what happened? They're in the nether realm. They're most likely in the nether realm. They're in the nether regions? Yes. Did they all just go in the diary room? Uh, They're in the backyard. They never showed the backyard. They never showed the backyard. They did at the end. Sorry, Sorry, they showed the backyard with the portal. With the portal, yeah. So they're all all hiding in the corner. That's what happened, I think. House guess where are you? Julie, okay. Also tonight, Julie um, is reading these live the live vote, right? And she every time, even after, well after, like it's clear that this is going to be a unanimous vote. She's like, "Here's come red coming to vote. Which way will his vote go?" You know, it's just like Julie. Can you just stop it? Just stop it, Julie. You know, you're just you're you're killing me here with like this like this idea that you're like good to I, yeah, you keep like trying to get me to anticipate. Like we don't know who how the, this person will vote. Maybe they'll throw a vote to uh, to Felicia here. Who's to say? Everyone's been in agreement for like days. Like it, there was no wiggle room. It was a dud deal. She was gone if they were going to a vote. So, did, but um, did Kirsten know that? Um, didn't kind of, to. kind of. She was still gonna fight. She wasn't gonna give up. All right, so. She, she knew. She knew. She she was trying to make it like, well, she was still engaging with people, and and you know, she wanted to give herself the opportunity that if things changed, she was right there to jump on it. But she knew. Yeah. Everyone knew. Okay. Well, uh, can we? Uh, I think we also have to talk about Luke tonight and his departure from the show. We talked about it in the spoiler section last night, but I think uh, you know not everyone may have listened to that. So. It, you know, uh, we have to come in a little fresh here. Uh, of course, it's censored in the episode. I, I heard the um, the live clip that was on Twitter there. Um, He's going to say, play it. Play it. I'm not playing it. Play you cowards. Uh, I, I, I'm not playing it, but I'll tell you, it was not good. Um, and well, I thought uh, you were going to tell us exactly what he said. Do I, I don't need to tell you exactly. You know, everyone knows. Like, If anyone's really wondering, I'm sure they'll... They'll they'll figure it out. Even though trying to get you canceled. Yeah, no. Well, you're trying hard, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm not taking the bait. I'm uh, uh anyway. So Jeff, Luke, 
yeah. gets, goes out of the house here for saying a racial slur. And Jerry got a lot of confessionals about it um, in particular. Hissam, even though everyone I, I'd seen on social media assumed that Hissam was pissed off and angry and left the room right away. He says he never even heard it. So it was just like that was just a coincidence that he happened to have that face and leave. It had nothing to do with what that's just my face. Yeah. It was just that <laughs> was just, just his face. face. That's just my face. That was his resting bitch face. So I think he just didn't want to be involved in it, and that's yeah. why he said that. And I do think like uh like where like Corey was like, All right, let's bring it up, and then like Jared's like, Man, you don't need to hear that. He did hear it, but he lied about hearing it, you're saying. I think so. Because to be fair, to be fair, just imagine his entire post Big Brother interviews kind of situation is just going to be like, so you were there for blah, blah, blah. What are your thoughts? And having to constantly repeat that over and over again. He doesn't want to do that. No one wants to do that. Jared doesn't want to do that. No, yeah. It'll be forgotten. In like two weeks, nobody's even going to talk. Oh, about you think so? Luke? Well, no. I think, I, I think it, it won't be forgotten. I think it will be forgotten when it comes to interviews. Okay, maybe. Uh, I just don't think. Well, I don't think it'll come up again. For as far as like, the the show really wanted to brush it under the rug. It was very like, okay, this happened. It's over. All right, which on. I don't know. I appreciate it because it's cut and dry. There's no controversy. Yeah, you know, he broke terms of service, right? Yeah, and he's gone. That's yeah. it. That's what it works. Dunzo, see you never, Luke. Are they going to remove him from the intro package? No. Oh, you don't think so? I think they will. You think they will? Yeah. yeah. That might become a collector's item. That that little one second yeah, clip. Oh, yeah. clip. Play it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might be. I, was, <laughs> I love how there's like some green ooze. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think that when they made the intro, they were like, "Yeah, we're throwing the ooze onto." Well, Corey has. Uh, some people have different things. So Kirsten leaves. This is cool. What an impact uh, she made in this game. <laughs> she wasn't right for this game, but you know, I like you know she's a she's a worthy first boot because like well, you know you don't really you're not sad to see her go, but you're glad she got a chance to play, I guess. So I guess I mean I didn't really feel like uh, she I I didn't think they needed to do it to evict someone tonight. You know I thought. That was, I well, agree. That's what we said last night, but you know they did it anyway, and now they're down to fifty, um, down to fifteen, right? So yeah, I, I just uh, now we have a hundred days of fifteen players. It's like to get uh, rid to get rid of thirteen people. Well, really twelve. Well, this was day, this was day nine, so we have a we have a roughly ninety days left, ninety one days left. From a production standpoint, I just feel like you didn't really need to do anything. Like there's more than enough. Um, intrigue in the house that you didn't need to do an eviction tonight. Kick it down the road, right? Kirsten is probably going to be up for eviction next week, for sure. I'm fine with them has... doing it. Like they'll just do one less double. I'm sorry, but like it's just uh, uh, it's I just only, they only ever really do one double anyway. Um, 
like I guess you know I, I understand like they could have not done this eviction because of Luke, but on the other hand, they had seventeen people anyway, so it was kind of a weird kind of a, like a lot of people to start off a season with. So you could you could you kind of had more people the better. Luke was expendable anyway, so uh, you know. And then uh, Kirsten went out here. I think it would have been worse for the house if they had not had this vote because I think this was cathartic for them to actually go through the process of seeing Julie on a live show that have a live audience tonight. They did the live interview with Kirsten. They didn't let this Luke thing derail that, and I think that they did the right thing. So I'm I'm uh, I, I I'm good with the way it played out. I would have loved a Kirsten who was uh, given a reprieve and see what she does. Right? Is she still going to continue being an agent of chaos, um, even intentionally or unintentionally? Because all the promises that people were making, like America. What would have happened if she had one extra week, right? Um, you know, would she found out exactly why she was in the spot that she was in? What would she have done? What if she won HOH? What if the if, what if who would she would have went after Riley? She would have right. probably went after Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamil, will we know the new HOH by the end of this of tonight or before this no. episode is done? No. No, I don't think so. We don't even know where they are. No, yeah, they're in a different dimension. I forgot. They're in the scary verse. Sorry. Uh, of course. People were assuming that there was going to be some kind of quiz of some sort because the backyard was not closed down. So. Well, they were all like, they all had their sneakers on, even Kirsten, who, you know, sometimes you'll see like people who know they're going to get evicted. You said this it was done days ago, but she didn't seem to know that. So she was ready to com- compete in case she wasn't voted out. She knew if there was a vote that she was going to be gone. Okay, but she was dressed for the competition is all I'm saying. So, Or she was dressed well, to go on stage to talk to Julie. Uh, no, I think she would have, if she thought for sure, like without a doubt, that she was going to be gone, she would have just dressed up as best she possibly could. And that seemed a little bit too casual. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I just want to hear something. I want to hear something. Um, I don't like the fact that Pluto TV that now has it and is international doesn't have the live feeds in Canada. Really? Yes. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah, well that's you know, that's kind of Canada always gets screwed with these things, it seems like. It's like it's like, you know it's like we're this foreign entity of the United States. Like it's like we are we're basically the same country. We watch all the same things. Not all of them. They don't. They haven't seen some of our shows. Like they don't watch uh, Corner Gas. They didn't see Little Tobo. Well, Corner Gas is popular in the states. Oh, was it? Of course. Yeah. Well, did it, Trailer Park know, Boys too. Kim's Convenience. Degrassi. Uh, um, so Kim's Convenience. A lot of people um, picked it up because of Cebu. Right. Well, okay. Right, but... That's what I've been hearing. You know, so so uh, Jeff, you don't like that the Canadians are excluded from the U.S. version of Big Brother, right? Like that we have our own separate Big Brother, Big Brother Canada. If you're asking me, I like Big Brother America far more than I like Big Brother Canada. Yes, you'd rather play Big Brother America if you had to play. 
I actually like Big Brother Australia even more than the US one, though. The, the, the Australian version is even better. Speaking of Australia, yeah, what about Bowie Jane? Do you think she'll play Big Brother Australia now that she's played US version? Uh, she, she might. I hope she does. She called, Although she, she's barely on the show, so who cares? Okay, so Bowie Jane, though, she said she was going to tell people she's 45, but she's going to tell people she was 34. Uh, although she was recruited into the older people alliance of the professors, despite her ruse, do you think that they were not fooled? The girl looks like Liza Minnelli with her constant face, look like I, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like she just wants to like bite something. Play the clip. Like the... She's so teethy. Uh, teethy. Or any picture. She has her teeth in full display. Yeah. Well, she's Bowie Jane. David Bowie Jane. Uh, Watch out. Watch yeah. out. For her. Okay. Well, who, who are you feeling good about in this cast? Like, who do you think is going to go the distance? Who's the winner? Who's the obvious winner? Not Corey. Not Corey. <laughs> the Corey. People hate this dude. You know, speaker in the house. People hate this man. Yeah. Corey? Yeah. Is he... Izzy is now upgraded to like I hate this man. Corey was second the... dra- drafted overall by me. Like, yeah, are, you, are you saying this is a bad pick? I'm not. Well, I don't think that he's going to unless he wins out. I don't see him making it deep into this game. Oh, Corey, he's getting on way too many people's nerves. What happened? Why is Corey falling apart? Do you like Corey, Jeff? Uh, no, he's annoying. And, uh, you know, like, that's the thing when, like, when you're really young and super confident and you think you're, like, smarter than everybody and you say that, or, you know, I don't think uh, you come across as endearing, you know, like, it, people won't like you, you know, like, that's, yeah, I think that's kind of what's going on with him, you know, it's, you can tell just from his intro package, like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, I'm a public speaker and I can get anybody to, do anything I want. It's like you're 20 years old, <laughs> you know. Like, there's the sure, okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of want to see the dude try to pick up one of the women in the house yeah. and just be shot down, embarrassingly. So it's like I guess all that po- persuasive uh, skills didn't really work on a yeah. on a on women. It seems. Well, I feel like that's his whole thing, though. Like, he can't do that because if he does that, then yeah, like that could happen. And then that that's his whole business model. He's like a public speaker that tells people like, you know, how to how to fight through adversity, you know. Oh Lord, he has this TED talk. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Not uh, sounding good for you, dude. Not? No. No, I think he's gonna turn it around. You guys watch. He's gonna be fine. Um I just wanted to do a draft update here, guys, quickly. Lord. Uh, let's have a look. Thanks, thanks, Dave. Thanks. I just, I think you, need, I think you need to see it, Jamil. I think it's important. I so, need to see it while we're slagging on Corey mm-hmm. so hard. You know, we're, you know, <laughs> we're gonna, um, rub, rub my nose in the dirt because you know, he, he was my second overall pick. You know, and Jared was taken first <laughs> overall by Amanda. Uh, even though he told people in the bathroom, his 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 family calls him whatever, and that's also what Sari calls one of her kids. So, oh jeez, I know Izzy must have said that. Yeah. Izzy can't help herself. Izzy is yes. Um, okay, so Luke was expelled and Kirsten evicted. 
So down here with the J- J- Daryl Jamil Alliance, uh, Luke and Kirsten gone, but you still have Sari, so you can pin all your hopes on Sari. So she gets kicked out of day ten. She gets. Uh, she she might she might get yeah self evict on day ten or something of that or medically evacuated perhaps Medi- yeah medical <laughs> lord yeah this, this is a curse here perhaps I don't know I don't this is the first time we've ever had a draft alliance meant to be it didn't go so well yeah <laughs> unless Sari goes the distance and who's to say she won't but uh yeah. you know, well, well. which I, which I, if she if she does I, I I said it before they're idiots you cannot let this woman. Get like sniff the finals at all? Of course not, but they will. They all like, especially the professors. They're they're they need her as a number right now, so they're gonna work with her. Um, so Jeff, you have Matt and Hassam or Hysam, uh, Hysam, and uh, are you feeling good about your team? They're on different sides. Yeah, uh, more Hysam than Matt. Matt's like he just seems to lay there and just kind of nods. He gets so it's harder for him because yes. once again he he relies on lip reading. So when there's a big group, it's very difficult for him to keep track of what's going on. He is does he better like, on one one competition, one on one conversations. But is he like <coughs> totally deaf? Like can't hear at all? I think he has a good portion of hearing loss. A good portion, so he can he can hear a little. He's in the deaf Olympics. He must be like very deaf. Right. No, I get it. But he's like, oh, he's somewhat, he's somewhat deaf, so he just barely qualifies to the Deaf Olympics. How do they? How do they measure? Measure? Like, how, yeah, like it, there must be some sort of test. like t- tonight when he uh, was voting, and like there was that moment where Julie was like, "Hey, Matt, you can go now," or whatever. And he didn't like he didn't realize he was done. Uh, Which makes sense. You think that they were like, "Hey, he can't necessarily hear you." Right, and if the screen is already turned, then he won't be able to tell. True, because the screen on the out, like the screen showing the outside, is cut. I don't feel like the show's doing a good job explaining that to the viewer because when he talks, you can barely tell he's deaf, if at all, and like he's barely on the show. So like I'm kind of like. I know, like if you're watching live feeds, I get it. Like you're you're more in tune with it. But as just a, a show watcher, I haven't seen a lot of segments where they actually like show like, oh yeah, you can't hear like very well, you know. Yeah, not really. Like, but the, there has been that. It's what only the fourth episode, so yeah. it's, it's still lots to go. Uh, Bowie, Jane, and McColl for Team Jane. Uh, and then uh, that's that seems fine, even though. Yeah, they're on the same side. They're both professors, so Jane will be happy with that. Then Team Jen's got Cameron and Blue, which is both in the uh, the family style alliance or the or the handful. Um, and okay, uh, so to uh, do some cleanup, uh, fifty five BD, which I mean is I guess decibels or um, athletes must have a hearing loss of fifty five BD in their good ear in order to compete in the Deaf Olympics. Hearing aids are not permitted in the Olympics, Paralympics, or even the Special Olympics. So here's your answer. Okay, that's fair. So Matt, uh, but he's he, he has his own Wikipedia page already before he was ever on Big Brother. Well, because he he was a a winner of the Deaf Olympics, so of course he's, he would. He's famous. He's yeah. all right. Celebrity Big Brother. Hey, I didn't even know it was a thing. 
be honest with you. The Def Olympics? I do. I, I just figured he'd be in the Special Olympics, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but uh, no, yeah. not special. Paralympics. Not special. Paralympics. Sorry, Paralympics. Paralympics. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Right. I mentioned Paralympics. Yeah, Paralympics. Right. Who is your most like? Uh, who would you most like to see be the eight, next HOH? Like, who would? What would your like best case scenario for the best season you're looking for, Jamil? What 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 would be like the spiciest twist? I suppose. Outside of Kirsten, um, who I don't have that option because <laughs> that would be spicy. Um, Hassab. Heist him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh, Lord. What's he doing, dude? He's like dancing in that one, but he's doing but he's like, like boxing dancing too. He's though. kind of backing up too. Like he's yeah. almost like he's doing a mumba or something. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. sure, but but kind um, of like it's a bit of a rope a dope situation going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's a. Um, I don't know. He's a. a I, I think as the uh, leader of the professors, and Sarita's like, you be the front man. I don't care. Like that's all good. Uh, and I, I would like to say that I'm really enjoying watching Sari actually play this game. I think it's she's pretty good. You know, I think I think Jared's her liability. And I think that's ultimately going to be <laughs> Jared's. Jared's going to blow it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This he's is absolutely going to Jared. Somebody's going to put that together, or Izzy's going to spill it. I always thought Sari should have played Big Brother from the get. You know, like yeah. she definitely suits Big Brother more than Survivor, right? Uh, because Sari's uh, so, more of a social player. You know, like she's more of a she's more yeah, like not meant to be living on in the woods. I think so much. Do you think Rob Cesarino should have played Big Brother yeah. instead of Big? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Sister Nino, he would have. I think he could have played either. You know, but I think. Um. Big Brother, he probably would have won, I think, for sure. I think. Yeah, well, he, almost, he almost won Survivor. He he lost because of a blindfold challenge. Yeah, like I think, uh, I think, yeah, it's interesting to see, like, if you could have like seen certain people play in their prime, like if you could have thrown Boston Rob into into Big Brother back in the day. Boston, or... Boston Rob would have not won in Big Brother. No. What if you threw like Russell Hansen, Evil Dick, into a Big Brother house together? N- Russell Hansen also would not do well <laughs> because. Because Russell's whole thing was, I'm gonna make to show you how easy it is, right, right? to win, right? right, this show. That was his whole thing, right? If he was in a house for like 80 days with these people, they would have been able to suss him out, and plus they would be annoyed with him, yeah. so much so. Yeah, Survivor has that advantage of being a fast moving game, and yeah. you're, you're you're you know you're gone before you know it, and then. It's like we're big brother. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh my God, we got to wait a week to get rid of you. you know? And you get distance from people too. You can, like, you know what? I'm going to walk into the forest and be away from you. Well, that yeah. came up in the episode here tonight, though, where um, uh, Kirsten was getting the cold shoulder from some people. That's what ultimately Luke was talking about with Corey and Hassam and, or Hysam and, uh, uh, who else was? Oh, Jared was there. Right. And so, uh, and that's that. But initially he was trying to comfort kirsten about being sort of an outcast but she was feeling down because some people were not wanting to talk to her because she was on the block or whatever and you know so i don't know all that happened but um she should have pushed herself in front and like sat down exactly right by these groups because what are they going to do vote her out which they're going to do anyways make them feel uncomfortable yeah, I just don't think she was really like prepared to play the game, really, like in terms of what was going to be needed in terms of, you know, just 
creating the right relationships and being sort of have a an ability to cope with certain she was a recruit so yeah. with her limited experience she didn't realize how the game was supposed to be played and she played way too fast and she got burned by it too hard too fast yeah and that was that yep. rookie mistake you know would you, would you want to see kirsten play again this season sure not another season you want to buy back but no they told her the the, the story with uh, uh. Sari and jared the moment uh, that they tell, look, that's that that secret's gonna not make it that whole season. That's no. that is not making. Oh, that did whole you hear season. what she said? Like where it's like, oh yeah, they called uh, Jared like Jay Willie or something like that, and uh, and like they're, oh that's what they call Ceri's, uh, uh son. It's like and she's like, we didn't put two and two together. I'm like you didn't put two and two together. Yeah, you know, like it wasn't like you know baby boy or you know it was very like unique name. You know. straightforward easily rememberable it's so true. well i i actually yeah, i have that moment here when sari found out or when he when when kirsten found out about the relationship she was just like, i wouldn't be guessing sari is jared's mother oh <laughs> oh oh i don't think it's that big a deal yeah. yeah, but just how the audience reacted, it was great, guys. That was a, a huge moment tonight. A great TV moment. Wait, that was a huge moment. Huge moment. Oh, Dave. Oh, it was Dave. at least a medium sized moment. Oh, Dave, don't embarrass yourself that way. No, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a fairly respectable, like you know, decent moment, right? <laughs> TV moment. That was a snoozer right there. That's a snoozer. I thought yeah. it was a snoozer too, yeah. But the whole thing about the 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 the, the J, what was his name? Here, hold on. And yeah. you know what? Today he stated, "Hey, my family calls me Jay Bleasy in the bathroom," and someone said, "Oh, that's Mystery's son's name." So we didn't think anything of it. But now you're remembering it. Yeah, this was like a moment ago, like an hour ago, mm. and. That's crazy because Jared's on one side of the house. She's on the other side of the house. And you know what? She goes, but are you? But are they? But are they? Did you see Julie's face? She was like, oh, yeah, you didn't put that together. (laughs) But now you do. But now you do. Because I told you just now. Because I just told you. Uh, Julie is hilarious in her own way. How she delivers some of these things and how she receives some of these like interview uh, answers. Um, gotta love it. Uh, well, we gotta wait until Sunday uh, to see the official video of what happened. Jamil, is there anything going on in the house that we haven't seen on the show that we should know about? I kind of broke it down in the like we're gonna see eventually. We have to see what's happening with Cameron and all the double agent work he's doing and how he's just really getting on everyone's nerves. Like, that's, the big, that's the biggest thing. Okay, that uh, specifically, and then also Miss Felicia's uh, battery pack issues. Right, that'll be on the Sunday show. I think both those things. Battery pack. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she keeps like destroying her battery packs, soaking them oh, in water. Oh, right, off her mic kit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She doesn't to go to the bathroom without it falling in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, word, it's hyped your back. You're 63 year old. It's like, nah, nah. This is this is some Chima vibes. 
What's going on? Right. <laughs> what did the house like? The producers like, sorry, uh, we are demanding you vote out Felicia because she's destroyed too many bike packs. Kirsten, you are safe. We have overrided the vote. Yeah. And, At a certain and, point, they should just say, if you win the game, uh, we're going to deduct the amount of uh, bike packs you destroyed uh, from your total bonus, your total uh, uh, monetary value that we're going to give you. Get our money back. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, anything else on this episode? No, I'm done. <laughs> okay, I think I'm done too. All right. Well, I guess we'll sign off, guys. Like, normally what? we talk for a lot longer, you know, and I feel like there's only 35 minutes we talked. Like I was like, there was bit, like this felt like a nothing burger episode. Honestly, the yeah. Luke stuff just came and went. Uh, the stuff with Kirsten, she was a dead woman walking, right? Like it was pretty obvious that she there had was no. A shit. America was thinking about keeping her. Please, America. America. She's a, her her big brother career is a big nothing burger too. Oh yeah, she's like she's got not, she has no idea what's going on in the house. That's what she's gonna figure it out. She's a late bloomer, guys. Watch <laughs> out! Watch out for America. That's fo- that's on Foster's drafting. America. Yeah. She'll she'll figure out the game when she's on the challenge. <laughs> There's a premiere of the challenge tonight. You know Foster's watching that. He's not watching our podcast. Yeah, he's not. He watched this uh, episode and then he moved on to the challenge, which has Josh, the the winner of what? Big Brother 19? Is that Josh? Uh, Miami Josh? Does he have pots and pans? Is he hitting it? Yeah, that guy. Okay, well, I, I think we'll be back Sunday, right? Sunday at 9.15. We'll be talking about uh, yeah. the, the Sunday episode, the new HOH, looking ahead to these two <laughs> big blockbuster alliances in the professors and family style with the with the great double agent factor of Sari and Jared, mother's son. It's a secret in the whole house. Who's to say how this will play out? Watch out next. Week week two of, of uh, Big Brother 25. We're going to be talking about here on Super Mario Bros. Podcasting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah but I heard we're part of an alliance. We're a federation of podcasts. We call it. there's an alliance. There's there's this podcast, the Super Mater Brothers podcast, but there's others. Jamil, did you know that? Did I did. About, did you know about Live Long and Podcast? Yeah, you all did an episode review of the finale of uh, Strange New Worlds tonight. We did. We talked about Strange New Worlds tonight. Uh, Wait, did all- you talk about something specific like the Gorn? The Gorn, we did. I have to. I, I, it's I have the Gorn. Oh, it's, it's the Gorn. It's the Gorn. Yes, we talked with the Gorn. Yeah, they were they were they were messing with the Gorn tonight on Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and we talked about the finale hegemony, which refers to the Gorn hegemony, the official state of the Gorn people. Uh, lizards. They like to eat us. Uh, they ate thousands of humans in this episode. Sorry, spoilers. Um, but uh, I've only seen the first. I've seen up to the credits. Yeah, well, that's all you get. So don't worry. Um, it's uh, but lots going on. That was the season finale. We talked and then Star Trek Lower Decks. We'll be talking about that in the near future on the United Federation of Podcasts sister channel. Live long in podcast. Of course, this is Star. This is Super Mater Brothers podcasting. Where we talked about most recently, we talked about Marvel. We talked about the Secret Invasion on the Mary Mater Marvel Society. Go check Yikes. it out. You want to check out what we had to say about that. And air also, out that episode. Check out Trivial Debates, our other channel. We argue movies, TV, sports, more. Lots of episodes where there's a host and three contestants. All, right, well, it was all kinds of different topics and themes. 
We got the Hellbound podcast with Alex Blackburn, Michael Chan, Wednesdays. Talk about horror. Horror. Horror, the horror. Currently on hiatus. There's the X-Rated podcast. Davin Skillhorn, Andre Mayette. Talking about X-Men, the animated show. The cartoon from the 90s. They, they got an interview with the voice of Nightcrawler coming up. Have you ever watched that show? You want to check out that podcast. Uh, the Graphic Histories podcast with Andre Mayette, where he's interviewing people from all kinds of facets of entertainment in long format audio podcasts. Check out that feed. And Hold Up, a movie podcast with Davin and Murphy arguing and almost killing each other over a conversation where they most recently involved Adam Woodward in a conversation <laughs> about three movies. Adam Woodward was, was exhausted today. When he showed up for the Star Trek podcast, guys, he had just been through a three and a half, almost four hour podcast with, with Murphy and Davin talking about three movies. Oh Jeff, Murphy you're told in, me. You're up Murphy told next. me. I know. Yeah. Murphy told me how much he did not like that movie, that last movie. Or one Davin of the couldn't stand that he didn't like it. So yeah, what what did he that happens. 60 something? Oh. Um, what, 65 um 65 what was the other one there was one that was like an experimental movie about a guy who's a time traveler and um he's at a party and he's being questioned by a bunch of professors sounds very enlightening that's the one that murphy had an issue with I'm warning you now. We watched the trailers for your the one you're going to be on ne next, Jeff. Uh, and he was not. Davin was not happy with the Sphere trailer. <laughs> he's never <laughs> seen it. Right? He, he watched the trailer and he was like, he was not excited for this. Oh, movie. he's going to hate it. He's, he's going to hate it. Yeah, but that's okay. Great. Oh, he was kind have... of excited to see Samuel Jackson, maybe, but that was about it. So, yeah. you know, well, I uh, mean, uh, Dawson Hoffman's good in it. There's Sharon Stone. Yeah. There's some good actors in that movie. Yeah, it's Hoffman, like a... man. It's not a B movie, you know. Like, well, he was like, oh, "Of course, it's the '90s. Got to have Lee Schreiber in, in a role." Yeah. Here, oh, so. please, come on! I don't that, know. Just that... get just get ready. Get ready for it over there and hold up. And then, um, of course, I, I'm we... not surprised. You know, it's a polarizing movie, so not everyone likes it. So get ready. Get 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 your get your boxing gloves on. And lastly, on the Federation uh, Network, we have Eamon on track, a music podcast where my son Eamon reviews albums. Uh, he just recently reviewed the One Night Only album with the Bee Gees, and he did that with me and Jeff and David. And coming up uh, this Sunday, we're going to be talking about the uh, the last waltz um, from the band. Uh, Robbie Robertson oh, just passed away too. The band. 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 Yeah, the last waltz. I think Jeff, we're doing the soundtrack version, which only has thirty tracks, instead of the the triple album, which has fifty. Jeez, I know them all. You know, off by heart. Could you could could you do the triple album review? You could go yeah. through all, but you'd have to, to but you'd have to go back and listen to the entire album. Like you can't just go off memory. Multiple, multiple, multiple times. You have to go through one listen. So. That's all I'm saying. Okay, check out. We're going to be talking about that album, The Last Waltz, some version of it, probably the soundtrack. Yeah. Coming out. And then lastly, lastly, there's KBBL. It's on hiatus, but what I want people to do is to watch it, listen to it, and demand to David that he brings it back. Right. KBBL Simpsons podcast. I think David was... lost, his, lost his co hosts, basically. <laughs> I think they were like, we were taking up all our Friday nights, and there's probably just, that was my feeling. Right? But, uh, so. I'm going to still keep on bringing it up every so often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like him to bring, I was like, I was like, Dabby, you can always like park it and come back to it in years and whatever. You know, so, uh, if Hellbound could be on, uh, on hiatus, so can uh, KBBL. Yeah. KBBBL. Right. 
Well, with that, guys, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you next time here on the Super Mater Brothers podcast. Um, oh, and uh, until next time, I definitely got a clip for you for that. Um, here we go. From outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Love one another. Good night. See you on the flip side.